0: I don't think we're live on Facebook. Oh, we have well, four would... participants though. So. Nicole.
1: Hey, Nicole. <laughs> Let her talk. Technical, technical difficulties.
0: Always on my end. I don't know. Hi, Nicole. I don't know why I have a big hole in my head.
2: Hi, Hello. how are you? Good. Sorry, I had meeting issues.
0: Um, I am having meeting issues. I can't get this uh Zoom to work for me in a smooth manner for nothing. <laughs> oh. Weird and then I've big hole in my head with my virtual background, so I don't know. I had to switch computers and my backdrop's falling on my head here, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and open here and uh, give some information to folks. If we have to post this as a recording, we'll do that later, I guess. first I'd like to say thank you all for joining us today and uh, for our first live streaming event on your uh, City Matters. Uh, we are with Red Rock Media Productions. Red Rock Media Productions was born in the midst of the coronavirus. Uh, my name is Anita Foster. I'm your host. Steve Jones is joining me today and he is my co-host and uh, we have Nicole joining us too and we're happy to have her here. But um, in the future, we, 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 um, we love to help nonprofits, so uh, we post things like that to Your City Matters for here in Reno, but this is really, uh, really about all the cities across America, and it actually was uh, created to help through the COVID-19 crisis but things were moving so quick and we felt that we couldn't uh, keep up with what we needed to to be effective so we held off and this seemed like the right time to come on and let folks know what we're about and uh, in the future we're hoping to be also uh, create an entity for Red Rock Media Productions that will allow us to be a nonprofit, have that entity so that we can help folks in our community Uh, worldwide because we do reach the world. Uh, Currently, Red Rock Media has nine channels on Facebook, and they'll be streaming live shows. Uh, We do have a show planned for this Saturday on our home improvement channel with Creative Handyworks and Design. Uh, We're gonna be doing a backsplash, and we invite you to join us on that channel. Just hit the like button. Uh, I'm not sure about the time yet. I'll have to let you folks know about that. And uh, as we move forward, we look forward to having hosts on with us that want to get their information or products or tell us about their nonprofits on their own channel. We are waiting those fees for a year to help you grow your audience, and we will help you uh, by spreading you all over our podcast platforms, our website, which is Red Rock Media, uh, online. We have uh, all kinds of things going on there. So we encourage you to take a look around and see what we have available. And you can always email us at redrockmediaproductions at gmail.com. Like I said, your city of matters uh, was created during the COVID-19 pandemic. But I've lived in the Reno area for many, many years. I've been a business owner in Reno and Sparks. Uh, I've seen someone try to burn our city down. I've seen horrible flooding in the downtown area and Sparks area. And of course, our, our recent events of COVID-19. And now a peaceful protest turned into a riot in our city on Saturday night. Never in all the years that I've been here have I seen the lights. Except one time, I have to take that back. I was thinking about there was a blackout in Reno one time, and I was on the freeway, and the whole city went dark. But I've never seen that ever. Uh, the, the whole time I've lived here, I moved here in the late '80s, and uh, and I never have I seen that. But what I do know about Reno is our city comes together when life throws us curveballs in our community. I have not heard. Um, I was talking to Steve about this earlier. I have not heard of another city during these riots that have not had someone pass away or um, any injuries or anything like that. So I have to commend our city for uh, their hard work on maintaining order downtown during this difficult time for our city. I know lots of buildings were... Destroyed and um, some things taken. But we thank all of our first responders for the COVID 19 crisis as they face um, difficulties each day. And I want to commend our city leaders, our police, our SWAT team, and National Guard for a great job well done in dispersing and securing our city. Broken windows, damaged cards, graffiti could be seen all over Facebook the news and more social media platforms. And folks are being asked if they have any uh, information on anyone that was involved in these violent attacks. Um, I saw a secret witness uh, on News 4 has issued a reward. And if you know something, say something, um, this isn't okay. And folks are encouraged to call the police, Arena Police Department at 775-334. If you have any information, uh, please call Secret Witness or the Reno Police Department and let them know the information you have. I did see a little more information. KOLO uh, came on and said that they have a portal for people to post videos and pictures uh, anonymously, anonymously. So um, that's the latest update information I have. Um, Nicole, I don't know if you know. Have you heard anything if we're on curfew this evening?
2: I don't think so, but after work, I went to go pick up my e cart order at Target, and apparently, like Target is shut down, and some businesses have voluntarily shut down, but I okay. haven't heard otherwise.
0: Okay, um, that's good to know. I know Target's being hit in a lot of cities. Um, there was another store that I thought was along with them that have decided to close as well. I can't remember right off the top of my head. I
1: think you're thinking Patagonia.
0: Yes. And, um, sorry about my face half missing, but I'd rather have it half missing in Reno, Nevada than, (laughs) than anywhere else in the world. We are the biggest little city. And what we saw over the weekend with Nicole, did you help with the
2: cleanup downtown at all? I did not as I had to work.
0: I see. Um, you know, I, I didn't make it down there either. Um, I had other commitments that I couldn't make it, but um, I did see some of the videos and things. How did that make you feel, Nicole, seeing what happened in our city?
2: Um, I think, you know, definitely during the riots, um, I mean, I was definitely sad. I understood the frustration of the people writing, I believe, at least. I try to understand. Uh, But I also feared for my friends in law enforcement and the businesses down there that I frequent and my friends that own businesses down there. So um, lots of fear with that, but it was so overwhelmingly positive and encouraging to see everybody come together on Saturday or on Sunday to help clean up everything and come together as a community.
0: It was a beautiful thing and I've seen that over and over in our city with the things that we've had to endure. Now Steve, you, um, you've been here for quite some time. What is your input on what the events happened on Saturday?
1: you know you go back and you look at you just look at the whole situation given the whole situation it's history repeating itself as they say you know which tells me that obviously we need to do more work on you know coming together and figuring out you know i mean if you do history lessons if you go back and there's a reason Rosa Parks rode in the front of the bus as they say you know i mean the Rodney King thing you look at all sorts of different things that way but this town is you know the population is not that is not that great it's growing but you know overall this town i mean if you look at the town in general this community is very collaborative they come together for everything the downtown core of reno nevada with the folks that have shops and eateries and different things down there you know Granite Street Eatery, you know, anybody down there in that, right down in the core, you know, um, those guys, you know, there's there's just a lot of different things. But if something happens, they come together. And we really saw that, you know, we saw that again in co- with COVID, you know, tr- people being creative. This town is full of creative people. But, I mean, you know, looking at the whole situation, given the situation on Saturday, you know, I've watched a lot of video. I mean, I, I will say I've watched a lot of video. And... It, it appears to me that the crowd we saw during the day is not the crowd we saw at night. And it was the crowd that I saw at night. And I watched probably six or seven hours of that stuff on different news channels, different things coming across and Facebook. And I would say, you know, it appears that it's, it was, it was more or less young people doing that, you know, you see people you know you you just look at what you see. you don't see you know you didn't see those people in that group in the daytime. They showed up at nighttime. My experience with it is I've been in other places where it's happened. When i when I was up in Seattle working in Seattle, we had World Trade Organization, and it was the same thing. Everything was fine in the daytime, and and then the nighttime folks came. So there's two different entities, you know, and I, 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 you, you look at it and that, that that's the biggest problem. As far as people coming together, people were down there at 5.30, 6 o'clock on Sunday morning cleaning. You know, everybody just took it upon themselves, you know, to make, to, to go down there, if they could go down there and do what they needed to do to help clean the city up. I mean, the, guy, the, the city itself, I mean, we're out there cleaning up around city hall, doing, doing what they needed to doing their due diligence to do what they needed to do to get city hall to run. I mean, I, I commend everybody for the, the diligent effort in cleaning, you know, there's, um, there was, there was just so much, so much stuff going on. Everybody came together and it was, you know, it was nice to see that, but it's always that way with this town. I mean, you have all those folks everybody that collaboratively come together they collaborate you know they're gonna they're gonna survive whatever it takes to make it through it you know I think Mark Esky probably said it best Uh, the other day when he was when he did a podcast he says you prepare for the worst and hope for the best you know and I I look at that and then I go you know you you always do that you know you really didn't we we had no idea you know that thing that that downtown but uh, turned all bad but the cleanup and just the people coming together outstanding i commend our law enforcement you know uh you you know those guys the county the city you know the state was involved uh, and, and of course now we have the national guard you know Uh, Everybody came together and you can you can tell when you're when you go downtown, you know, it's it's a collaborative effort. Sunday was a collaborative effort. But I would, you know, I would say, you know, it's, it's a learning experience. You know, we always think this can't happen to me. But then then it does. And then you're like, okay, what do we need to do about it? We don't need to tear things up. We need to talk about it. Yeah. Nicole,
2: where are you originally from? Sorry, I keep muting myself. Oh, um, I see, that's I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm originally from Reno. Okay, so you've been
0: here uh, for quite some time. What changes have you seen in our city?
2: Um, I feel like, I mean, beyond the growth, and I feel like we've definitely continued to be a community despite the large growth and influx of um, people moving here, because it is a great place to live. Um, I feel like there's been more of a value recently placed on like it being a college town and the beautiful outdoor spaces that we have. It's, and I feel like we're just growing together as a community, even though, you know, I know a lot of people don't necessarily love the influx of people. I feel like it's just made us stronger and um, we have more to offer
0: with them. Yeah, and I think people coming from other states, you know, when they've been through, we could pretty much call this a disaster, you know, Um, it's out of our control Uh, if we would have, um, you know, an earthquake or anything like that there are people that have been through those things that can help us through the hard times of recovering from riots or whatever we um see coming in the future which you know that's kind of hard but maybe from our mistakes now we can have better things in place when we have to go through this sometime in the future Hmm. now nicole were you uh Did the, how did the COVID-19 shutdown affect you?
2: Am I, oh good, I'm not on mute. Um, (laughs) Well, I work in public health, so it drastically impacted the way I do my job and what I'm doing during my um, work hours. And then also I have a young child, so trying to do homeschooling with him um, proved to be extra challenging.
0: Yeah, having everything thrown in all you, on you all at once—it's kind of hard to get your ground under your feet and uh, <laughs> right? prioritize when you're thrown into a new role. That maybe you know, there's a lot of parents out there that have no idea. Um, I happen to have a master's degree in distance learning, so um, oh, that works. <laughs> yeah, um, they wanted me to go back to school here in uh, Nevada to get my um, the extra. Uh, education I needed to be able to teach here. But I do help out at Reno Technology Academy with robotics usually during the summer. So, um, you know, I do a little classroom work as well. Um, But, you know, this has really affected the kids. It's stressed them out because they know they're supposed to be going back to school and they're not in school. So it's made a huge impact on us all the way around.
2: Absolutely.
0: Steve, what, do you think um, distance learning is gonna become more and more of a thing in the future?
1: No, it's, it's really hard to say. I mean, you can't really, you can't really, um, I don't know, you can't really tell. I mean, we're so, I used to say we we're day to day, but now it's, or hour to hour, but now it's moment by moment things change rapidly. I I you know I I I would it's hard to tell how we're gonna go but I mean until we kind of see where we end up but I don't you know I mean that's the whole thing too where are we can end up you know we with the COVID thing with this stuff going on I mean I, we do know that all this protesting and all these riots are gonna come to an end and I think that once things kind of uh you know, even themselves out per se, we'll have a little better idea. I mean, it's, you know, we're in this COVID crisis and then we have this going on and it just, you know, this doesn't help matters any. People don't practice social distancing. People don't do this. People don't do that, you know. so But, I mean, the distance learning thing, it's really hard to say. You know, it's it's hard to say about anything. I mean, I don't, you know, are the kids going to go back to school next year? You know, we don't even know that you know, I mean, we're just, we're just hanging out there in limbo. I mean, we're going, you know, we're starting to go, we're starting to see things happen, you know, I mean, restaurants are, are open to, you know, certain capacity, things are going on. I mean, and then, like I said, you know, you have this thing on Saturday night, this, this riot stuff in town, and it's like, you know, that doesn't help matters any either. So there's just a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts here going on that we're still trying to, uh, you know, we're still trying to sort out. You know, I mean, I will be honest with you. I'm 70 years old, and in my lifetime, I've seen a lot of things, but I never thought I would see Reno. I never thought I would see the lights off in of the casinos. I never thought I would see a riot in Reno. I never thought I would see vandals terrorizing, you know, all the buildings and kicking windows out. You know, my thought process is I hear people say all the time, well, that's the only way that people will listen to us when we tear things up. And I'm like, well, you know, I look at it this way. That's not yours. Don't tear it up. You know, if if you get it and you know how to go about it, how to about presenting something, then, then then do that. By tearing stuff up is not the answer.
0: I agree. All that does is uh, further the hurt. And you know, a lot of cities are hurting and
1: healing at the same time. And one one thing I one thing I will say, I mean, I before we popped on here, I was looking around to see what's going on elsewhere there. I mean, they're still hard at it. You know, they're still hard at it in D.C. We are now into a a couple of cities. We're now into where law enforcement is talking to protesters. I think I saw a video tonight, Austin, Texas, being one where some of the officers are starting to communicate with the protesters and the protesters are starting to communicate with them so you know the few, I, one thing i will say is i, I people that are mad think all oh, law enforcement is bad well, that is not true you know i mean we see it here we we have great law enforcement here you know the county is great, the city's great. You know, uh, we, the entities outside, they all work, you know, they all work together, they come together, they do things. We don't have that problem, but we're in a little different situation. We're not in a populated city. I mean, we're small. We're very small here. You know, we don't have a lot of people. It seems like we do. I mean, anybody that's been here their whole life sees that, you know, where we we were, we were like 2008, we are 2000. Two hundred thousand people, you know, when things were really slow. But now we're starting to come back around. But I mean, it's changing times. It's forever changing times. You have to, you have to be creative, you know. But I mean, I, I just I look at it, and I hope I'm starting to see it go that way a little bit. This is what the sixth day, I believe, of of people tearing up things and rioting and throwing rocks at law enforcement. The guys that are throwing rocks at law enforcement are like, they didn't do anything to you. You know, come on now. This is an isolated situation. They're just tired of the isolated situations. Every time something happens, nothing, nothing gets done. We all have to do better. We all have to come to, to, together and figure out what to do, change laws, do whatever. You know, whatever it takes. There are just always bad apples in every crowd. You know, as they say, uh, and we saw that with the with the George Floyd thing, you know, we saw it with Rodney King, and we, we just saw, you know, two or three other times here, I think, in Texas, I remember, if I remember correctly, it just happened, you know, it's just, and, and people, you know, people just, everybody has an opinion about it, I know, you know, and that's, I kind of think that's the reason we're, that's the reason we're here, you know, so people can, can kind of voice their opinion, and, but, like, bottom line is, we as a collaborative group we as humans have to do better we have to come up with a solution you know whatever it takes to why, why you know i always look at it whenever something's wrong i go how did we get here how what happened that we got here well we got here this time because we didn't take care of it the time before or the time before or the time before so, we have to do better with that. We have to be able to sit down and go, what do we do about this? How do we fix it? That'll be
0: what uh, we'll be waiting for in the future, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, like I said, you know, it, it's gonna take some time, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, people, everybody has an opinion. I mean, I, I don't, And, and, and I, you know, like I say, when I share stuff on Facebook, I look at it and I go, this is for your information. It's not because I support it. It's information only. You know, some people have Facebook for, for, you know, for their family things and do things like that. But I utilize it for information, for the information factor. You know, I put it out there so people can see it. You know, I mean, I want people to know you know i mean we get caught up in the day to day i mean classic example is Nicole trying to balance a job trying to balance home school learning you know you don't always have time to you know you know look and see what's going on I mean you try to keep up you know but if you can if if you it seems to me like that we get caught so caught up in the day to day we like operate with a horse with blinders on and we just go forward we get up in the morning we do these things and then we don't we don't do anything else i mean in these given situations classic example is what just like i said what just happened we don't do we don't we don't react until we have to now everybody's up in arms again this happened again so you know i mean there's much there's much work to be done i mean you know if you can get everybody to come together and sit down and talk about it then more power to you but i i don't you know we're we're so divided in so many ways and we're so angry in so many ways i mean we need to you know we need to we we all need to come together you know not reno's a great little spot but i when i say this i mean we, i'm talking about everywhere you know as a collaborative effort we all got to come together You know, Mm -hmm. we, we need to, we need to do whatever we need to do. The problem is, is, and like I go, I'll tell you, I go back, you know, I remember back in the day we used to agree to disagree. We don't do that anymore. Now we want to, you know, we want to, you know, raise a big ruckus, shoot people, do this, and and turn the pot. And it, it just doesn't work that all it does is all this time we're spending being not in, the last six days of all these protests and everything you know we're if we sit down and we listen I mean that's the problem the two entities you know have to come together it's you know it's it's the same with anything you've got to have a happy medium somewhere I agree totally I don't well Nicole
0: had to